Hello again from Two Old Goats. I'm Bill Gray. And John Chapman. And we uh, enter our third visit with you. And um, finding our feet, we, we should do well. Uh, last episode, we talked about elections. And uh, I just thought I'd bring this up. Uh, did you know that it's not always been on Tuesday? I knew, but I don't know why. Well, it's um, very simple, uh, much like time with uh, savings time, you know, that's to address farming, um, that it used to be a 34-day period uh, voting cycle leading up to the first Wednesday in December. Uh, that, of course, caused uh, some uh, some issues. And the Presidential Election Day Act of 1845 came to be, and elections are now uh, held every two years on the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. It's the, the way it uh, is drawn up. Um, it, it is interesting to say uh, that uh, when they were looking for a day, uh, church made weekends impractical. Wednesday was market day for farmers. So that was out, and uh, Tuesday took it by default. So that's why we have elections on uh, Tuesday, the sec uh, first Tuesday after the first Monday. And uh, the latest things I've been seeing about Election Day is there is a massive amount of early voting. And uh, I personally think this addresses um, access uh, when people can go in on their schedule instead of it having a rock hard Thursday and not be a federal holiday in the sense that we were all off. Um, you know, you, if you couldn't, if you were working, you know, you had to get there before seven o'clock. Well, now on the early voting days, more people are voting. And uh, I, I think that's kind of, um, uh, it's interesting to me that if it's easier to vote, more people will vote. Uh, we talked about election fraud on our last visit, and it, it's minimal. I mean, it, it, there's anything uh, that God didn't make, uh, it's flawed. <laughs> you know that. Uh, so, uh, I mean, the election process would be has always got some issues with it, but uh, early voting is. Um, is just a, a, a phenomenal thing. I am excited about the numbers I've seen so far. I am too. I really believe that, you know, giving you the opportunity to vote when you are able to vote is much better than being, you know, set in stone on Tuesday from 7 to 7 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it will, you know, I couldn't get there is not the excuse anymore. Um, you have plenty of time to, to go in and vote early, uh, absentee ballots. Uh, um, uh, uh, there were um, very uh, limited restrictions on them back during COVID. Would explain the high turnout, the high number of votes. Uh, you know, and and as we said in the last visit, uh, that um, did not mean voter fraud. It just meant more people were voting because there was more access to the voting booth. And speaking of last week, uh, we should uh, reach out to you with how to reach out to us. 
You can find us on uh, Gmail at two, as in also, T-O-O, old goats at gmail.com. We also are on Facebook at two old goats. Um, and most of all, uh, we just like to hear from you. And um, if you think, well, that was not real correct, I, I will add you in in a new, pro, a new part of the show called Corrections. So uh, please feel free to contact us either by email or um, on Facebook. But please don't come with any talking points. Come with no. facts, and we can debate that. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, it's the premise uh, of, uh, of this get-together is, you know, let's talk about the facts. Um, you know, let's not quote talking points. Talking points um, are basically that. This is, and, and they definitely have an agenda. Um, just if you have a, a different comment, just flesh it out. Uh, I mean, I, I love to be educated every day with things that I was not aware of. And, and God knows there's a ton of stuff I was not aware of, but, um, uh, it, it bring your a game because that's what we're trying to do. Well, we've been having these conversations for years. Absolutely. And, you know, it just came to us when we were talking about politics on the back porch one day that we should do this as a podcast because we sometimes have very interesting things to say and sometimes really stupid things to say. But, you know, at least we get to talk and get it out because you and I are not of the same political persuasions. That's correct. Uh, and and I, I guess it might be um, my, a time for my old saw. Uh, people ask, um, you know, are you a liberal or a conservative? And uh, I say, well, you would have to ask my friends. And they said, well, what does that mean? And I said, well, my liberal friends say I'm a conservative. My conservative friends say I'm a liberal. And I fall back on a dear friend who is a libertarian who tells me that I'm in reality a closet libertarian. So I, I'm not sure what I am other than I try not to stay in one cubbyhole. Um, not that that's a bad thing. It's just for me, um, you know, I find myself, uh, you know, trying to look at things from different sides at different times. And uh, Mr. Chapman, would you describe yourself as a? Oh, well, that would be sort of difficult to say uh, as a pigeonhole, but liberal will be close enough. I'll take that. Because I do vote for other than, you know, liberal or supposedly liberal candidates. I don't pull a straight ticket. I vote mm -hmm. for people if I think they can do the job and they haven't put out some kind of BS ad on TV yeah. that's spreading a bunch of lies because yeah. that's, you know, just throws me up a wall. It seems like now with 24 coverage, 24 coverage of news and events is all we're getting now is political commercials. And yeah. Yeah. how many of them really have some value to tell me something? Not many, because they seem to be uh, laced with uh, innuendos and lies and yeah. propaganda. And I think that addresses the talking points phenomenon that, you know, we sell the sizzle, not the meat. 
And um, again, that's you know why we're not uh, or trying not to be talking point oriented. So the question comes to my mind about when I look at these political ads right now coming from the right, there's always a picture of Nancy Pelosi and there's always a picture of Schumer, the uh, majority leader in the Senate. And everybody, you don't want to be like them. Even our governor's race, Mark Sanford, are, well, I really have got a time loop there. Henry Mack. No, not Henry. His the Democrat oh. running against him oh, put out okay. an ad that Cunningham. said, "I voted against Nancy Pelosi for Speaker of the House." So, you know that that you can ver- verify he did vote against her. He didn't want her, but you know they're painting that he votes with them ninety eight percent of the time. My problem is they put up a picture of Nancy and, and Schumer and they say, you don't want to be like them. And when I see the Democratic ads, they usually don't say that Mitch McConnell is, you know, Satan. Uh-huh. So they're, this is the dichotomy that we have in the ads that the right seems to be hell bent on persecution and everybody in the left is evil. And these are just not facts. That's just the picture they want to paint. There's an interesting article um, that I saw the other day from the BBC World Service. And it it's always interesting to see how they look at us um, in Europe. I mean, again, that's not the politics that, you know, they have. We are different and we are the same. But the difference in media coverage is always interesting. And in this particular story, they talked about the fact that in Republican ads, uh, there's almost always a gun. And it's equating guns with the Republican philosophy. Uh, One of the ads in the story had Dr. Oz. And it was kind of stunning. (laughs) To see, I mean, I see all of these candidates, and and I'm like, hey, I mean, hey, I, I grew up with a lot of people like that, but you know, you you look at at, at Doctor Oz, and he's there in his uh, hunting outfit, and he's talking about how his father trained him how to use a gun, and he trained, and it's just guns, 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 and explosions, and you know, Armageddon, and the whole thing. But the story also talked about the Democratic side who is focused on abortion and the Roe versus Wade decision and uh, women's rights. And it it was just it was interesting to reading the article about how um, how we are looked at from across the pond. Do you notice that same thing? I mean, one is issues. One is images. Yeah. Yeah. For the images that the Republicans or the GOP wants to paint is that we're going to take your guns, which, you know, fires up everybody under the Second Amendment. But, you know, my interpretation of the Second Amendment is a well-regulated militia. And owning an AR-15 at my house doesn't mean, doesn't comply with the uh, the Bill of Rights as far as I can tell. You know, everybody screams about the Constitution, it's my constitutional right. 
It's, I believe that would be actually in the Bill of Rights. Well, um, the thing about the Constitution, and, and I, I'm certainly not a constitutional scholar. I, I'll preface this statement with that. But, but I do joke that the Constitution of the United States is written to allow you to be as ignorant as you want to be. And ignorant is defined by you. Um, the Constitution, uh, um, I, I don't think it's a literal document. Uh, I mean, I have a great respect for the founders, um, who, by the way, were not Christians. They were deists. Um, you can Google that, but you, you won't find them being a, a Protestant or, or anything else. They, they, it's interesting deism that they supported. But it's just the founders in the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, th these were not etched in tablets by God. You know, There's these, what, 26 amendments to the Constitution? Yeah, I mean, the, these are conceptual documents. And, um, I mean, where in the Constitution does it talk about urban renewal? Where does it talk about building superhighways? Um, it you know, it, it's it it is not a specific. This is the law of the land. It is an interesting document that is constantly being um, reinterpreted. Um, I mean, uh, we chatted a bit about Roe uh, Roe versus Wade, and the justices said they were not ruling on whether or not um, that a woman should be allowed to uh, have an abortion it was the state's rights to regulate that and um we know we all know the classic states rights issue back uh, back in the uh, 1800s and um it's just you know the constitution is a malleable document and amendable I mean, remember, it didn't include right to vote for women. You know, it you know didn't include a lot of things that have been added over the years. It's a it's a living document, and I just get queasy when people say, "Well, this is what it means," and and I'm like, "Uh, so you and Jefferson were having drinks down at the pub, and he said, yeah, I'm gonna draw this up, and this is what I mean.' No, it, it's it that's not factual, to my opinion." Oh. That's what it's about. We're having opinions and see if somebody else can challenge us on yep. some of our facts that we're trying to spew out. Yep. We are. Actually, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I interrupted. I stepped ahead. No, on you. you. It's time to put a where do you find us. Okay. And that um, two old goats at gmail.com, two old goats on Facebook, the two as is in also an two OO old goats. And it that's just where means we we're are. too old, huh? Yeah, something on that order. <laughs> uh, I was chatting about the BBC just a minute ago. Let's uh, get some stateside uh, news. A recent NBC News poll found that 81% of Democrats and 79% of Republicans say the other party's agenda will destroy America. This is from uh, the polarization we've got from yeah. the parties. Well, it's, you know, my way, the highway. Yeah. Um, and we talked again about how it was a concerted effort um, by the political parties to get us 
to this division. It's It doesn't move the ball forward. I mean, imagine in your household if there was no give and take. Um, it, it just wasn't, it wouldn't function. Give and take, it has to be in anything successful, again, in, in my opinion. You know, people are so myopic on things. If they listen to one side all the time, then that's what they believe. Uh, a friend of mine, and probably yours if you remember, uh, Dave Tillman, uh-huh. got on me one time and said, the Democrats shot down the veterans bill. Well, I went to look at it and everything, and it, of course they did. And the reason they did it is because the Republicans put in a poison pill, which means, if you don't know, that you put something in a bill that the other side cannot stand, and they'll vote against it mm-hmm. on the preliminary vote. Mm-hmm. Then the next time it comes around, uh, the bill comes up about three or four months later, uh, the bill didn't pass because the Republicans voted against it. And Dave was still on the rant that the Democrats voted against the veterans. Well, they were the ones that actually passed it, but the Republicans were against the bill because they got the poison pill out. So the Mm -hmm. Democrats voted for it, but then the Republicans didn't want to agree to it. So they voted against it. And this is the way politics works. If you don't pay attention to know what's going on, you believe what your email says that they voted against this. This is veterans, and they voted against it. So you hang on to that forever. And that's just not the way politics works. You got to pay a little bit of attention to know what they're doing because they're pretty slimy about how they put issues in bills that the other party cannot accept. But we get around to today, it's the other party just can't accept anything that the other side does. And that goes both ways, I think. Well, I mean, a concern for me is is the logjam we're in. And I mean, we're 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 sitting here uh, as we record and uh, the headlines are saying that it will be um, the end of the Democratic uh, leadership in um, or uh, leadership, the hold on uh, the majority is what I'm looking for. Sorry. In the House. And they're also talking possible Senate and uh, going to the Republicans with one or two votes. Um, you know, it's, it's just not the way that the sausage used to be made and it it just, it, it, I I don't get it. I mean, um, I would much rather, um, than people work together and, and, and I had an interesting conversation yesterday with a gentleman and I were in, in their business and he was running, um, Fox digital in his business. And I, I just thought it was interesting, uh, which the, the section I saw was basically old Fox newscasts that they were rehashing. So I, I'm guessing that, that, uh, that was his favorite newscast. And I got to thinking, it's like, why not? I mean, why should, uh, I have a favorite newscast and you not have a favorite newscast and, 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 you know, it's like, why can't we just respect other people's opinions, not accept them, but respect them? Because if we respect their opinion, then we don't give them an out to not respect ours. You know, it's like that, uh, uh, the saying about 
when you tell someone your idea, it's stupid and you're an idiot, nothing you say after that will be heard by the person you're talking to. Um, you know, if you said, well, that's an interesting, I, I've never, I never thought of that take or, um, or a sharing, uh, a bridging, if you will, of ideas that neither one of us are a hundred percent right, but we're right for ourselves. And that respect of another person's opinion, does it ask for respect for ours? When I was working on my tools and I had to do something, I always had somebody with me, uh, a helper or whatever. And you'd look at a job and say how to do it. And Everything came in fact, how are we going to get it done? Am I going to have enough room to be in there to do it because of the work I did? And am I going to be safe? And all of these things come in. And I would listen to my helper there because he might have a better idea than me. He might save me a lot of aches and pains of getting down there and trying to weld a, a joint that I can't see. So it, it's supposed to have some communication between two people and you arrive at the best decision mm -hmm. we don't have that now that's and we don't, the problem and we don't have the inspiring leaders to point us that direction um uh, i i supported president obama i i have a great respect for him that said um i think the last two years of his presidency could have been a little more vocal because he had our attention um he did not it's leadership. We don't have people that we can look at and go, hey, you know, eh, he's got a point. We have talking heads. Yeah. And talking heads are beyond irrelevant. I mean, what is it? Opinions uh, are like Mustangs. Everyone has one. Uh, I'm substituting a different word for Mustang, but uh, <laughs> but I, I think you get my drift. Well, as we get down toward the end of this uh, particular episode, I do want to touch on the stunner uh, of the week is uh, the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband, uh, the screaming of where's Nancy, uh, probably took some people back to January 6th. Um, I, 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 I don't know what to say. Um, I, I will say that the, um, the spinners, the spin doctors, I guess, um, spin it, that it was, um, the result of a consensual sexual encounter and, it, you know, and it's like, stop, just stop it. I mean, what if you made that statement in front of your mother? You know, would your mother go, you know, I told you about making stuff up. Uh, I mean, that's just, I mean, and is it wrong that these people go with these stories? Um, or is it wrong that there is a market for them to appeal to? I, I you know, I don't get it. I mean, I really don't. I mean, Democratic, uh, Democrat of California, Eric Swalwell, um, he's gotten threats. Um, it, you know, it goes in uh, Arizona. We chatted about this with uh, armed, um, I don't know, uh, vigilantes, I guess. Uh, vigilantes, militia, whatever you want to call it. 
you know, guarding the ballot boxes in Arizona. Um, Justice Kavanaugh's house, people have been arrested near his house. A Republican candidate for governor was attacked. Uh, Lee Zeldin was attacked in a, at a rally. Uh, Congresswoman Pramila, uh, and I'm going to mispronounce her name, so I apologize. Jayapal, uh, is a, she was threatened by a man with a handgun outside her Seattle home. Uh, even one of our favorites. Uh, no, I'm not talking about um, um, Blanche Dubois of South Carolina, uh, of Georgia. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has had police respond to her home several times based on what they're calling anonymous hoax calls. It's called swatting, and it's used to provoke a confrontation between the target and the law uh, to law enforcement officials. Um, it just um, it is insane. Five years ago, a man with multiple weapons opened fire on Republican politicians playing baseball at a city park. Steve Calise of Louisiana was injured in that. Um, he need the whip. Um, I believe he is. Uh, the U.S. Capitol Police suggests the violent wave is building. Uh, the number of cases involving threats against members of Congress has increased every year since 2017. In the first three months of 22, the department has documented more than 1,800 incidents and uh, spent uh, $10,000 in security uh, upgrades for some congressional um, uh, people. Again, where is Nancy? Where did we hear that? When well, was the last time we heard that? I'm, you know, I am convinced that all of this started with fake news. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Trump couldn't answer a question and he would call reporters fake news because he didn't like the question because they were put trying to put him on the spot. So he starts off with fake news. And then months and months before the election, he started about, it's going to be fraud. It's going to be fraud. And he keeps it up. And he keeps whipping people up to where they think they've got to do something. Yeah. Well, elections are decided. They're fair. There's, like we said when we last visit, that there's only 1,800 cases in the past 35 years yeah. of voter fraud. Yeah. yeah. Now, what do you do? I mean- if you keep screaming it, they believe it. But are they so uneducated that they, they think they're right? Or they believe in Trump so much that he wouldn't lie, which, well, you know, for whatever you want to think, yeah. he's not well acquainted with the truth all the time. Yeah. One of, one of my favorites is the uh, film clip from The Wizard of Oz where Toto rips back the curtain and the great Oz says, ignore the man behind the curtain. <laughs> and uh, I, 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 again, um, I, every time I, I think of 45, uh, I think of that guy uh, in the Wizard of Oz. It's just, uh, it's, it's just, it's just crazy. And again, I, I, I want to stress that a way to combat talking points or bias well, you know, whatever you want to put on it is uh, take some minutes to read and read more than one source. Uh, I, I often tell folks it's to sit down and watch the, the broadcast media. 
and pick a story and see what they do on public television, what they do on CNN, what they do on Fox, you know, what they do on whatever news source that that you trust. And I will offer that the f- story items that lock up across the board are the facts and the parts that don't lock up are the bias. And with the turn of a knob or the push of a button, we get to select our favorite bias. Exactly. But if you one source your news, then you're only getting one side. You're not getting, you know, it's just like anything else. Truth is the truth. The gray zone that some stations are at, that's the propaganda they're throwing. How you spin a story. You can flat out lie like you were saying about the secret sex thing in, you know, Pelosi's husband going on. That's a flat out lie, but some people are going to believe that. Yeah. Well, but the propaganda comes into about everything we do. Yep. yep. And, but if you one source your news, you're getting their bias, their propaganda. It's time to say goodbye for another week. Please look for us on Facebook at two old goats and on Gmail at two old goats at Gmail.com.